What is going on, everybody? Happy Monday to you all. I love that voice. It's my like singing voice because we have a musician on. Oh, we do have a musician on today for our Ask Nick episode. Jack J joins us. Jack uh, J. Hot, literal. Yeah. Figuratively and literally. Yeah. Hot music. Jack J coming out. Jack J. He's already big. He's becoming yeah, from Jack bigger. and Jack. And now they're doing their Working solo things. Working solo artist. And uh, we thought it'd be fun to have a, a, a young man who's active in his, the dating world and, and get his perspective and share his thoughts. So really enjoyed Jack joining us. And I think you will uh, enjoy it as well. So insightful. Um, we have uh, some great calls. We do have some great All calls. All of the above. Uh, we were nominated for a People's Choice Award. Congratulations to you, dear listeners. The people. The people. The people. For nominating this podcast. <laughs> I do appreciate it. Now it's time to vote. Yes. Voting is now open. If you haven't been voting, you can. I want you to win this award. This is your award. It's the People's Choice it's for the people. Awards for the people. And all it's I want. It's not for you. All I want is for you guys to win. Yeah, it's for them. So if you go ahead and, 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 <laughs> you and want them vote to for the Vile Files for yourselves. Not for you. That would be great. <laughs> I think you can vote many times and you can have your friends do it. It's so, so I selflessly would like you guys to win <laughs> this award. Completely selfless. But, uh, but so also, good. thank you. I really appreciate the nomination from you guys. Um, I can't thank you guys enough for listening. And uh, we'll just see if you guys win. I mean, really, I'm excited <laughs> to find out. See if you guys win. Uh, <laughs> I love it. It's the people. So um, I hope uh, you guys are having a great day. And I think we should just get to Jack and these, uh, these, calls. these calls. Jack, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate uh, you. I appreciate you coming and joining our Ask Nick episodes. <laughs> We always like to have the occasional guests on on these episodes to to help us, you know, round out the feedback to our to our callers, and we thought it would be great to have you. Uh, obviously, you're you're killing it in the music game, and and we we will get into what you're doing career wise. But you are someone who you know proudly puts out you know an open book. You kind of you put things out from your heart, even the music you write. And in the dating world, we get a lot of feedback from, yeah. from young women um, complaining about some of the, <laughs> the young men out there. I get it, man. What they're doing, <laughs> what they're doing wrong. And so we thought we and thought what we'd, they're thinking. They we want thought to know we'd what bring you in and uh, it's tough water, it's tough water to navigate. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so are you uh, what is your current dating situation? Currently, I'm single. Currently single. I've been single for quite a while now. You quite, know? Wh- quite a while. How? What's a while? Uh, I want to say like since probably around like mid 20, probably like late 2017, I think is when. Three my, years. Yeah, uh, about, th- about three years now. Yeah. After. Is there a reason why you've chosen to do that? I, I think that's healthy in, in the, you know, you're, you're in your, well, you're, you're mid 20s. Yeah. 24, 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I've but, definitely thought about why the reason is. And <clears throat> to me, the biggest thing is, you know. When I, when I like, you know, fall for somebody and, and I want to give them, you know, a big piece of my life, my world, it's like, you know, I, I really want to devote the time. And to me, there's so much going on in my life right now that, and obviously, if you really like somebody, you can always find the time. Yeah. So maybe that's just an excuse that I I'm like, not playing. But, see, that's a, I like that. Because yeah. I will say that, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think it's just been, I haven't found somebody, uh, you know, I, I never want to stay away from something if it feels right, but I'm not actively seeking, you know, I'm very career focused. I have a million things I'm juggling right now. And so... I know that I want to give somebody as much time as possible if I am with them, and I don't know if I can do that while doing all these things that are on my plate at the same time. But maybe that's an excuse, you know? I don't well, know. it can be both. Yeah, it's right? It's, uh It just all depends on the context of which you're saying it. Of course. If you know you're career-focused right now, and you... And, and like you said, also part of it is that maybe you just haven't met that person that would make you go, ah, fuck it, I'm career-focused, but... I can't stop thinking totally about you. Right. And especially in a place like out here, it's just, you know, ulterior motives are so real. And it's it's hard to gauge why somebody might be into me, why I'm even into them. And, and you know, I like to think I'm very transparent and I'm, I'm going to be honest and, and 
tell you why I like you. And yeah. I don't have any ulterior motives. I'm never going to like somebody just for, you know, if they have like all these millions of Instagram followers. Cause you know, it's, yeah, it's a, so what do you do? I mean, you're, you're still a guy, you know, you're still, you're still attracted to people. Of course. Right. You've been single. As of all, you know, I feel like this is like two similar stories staring <laughs> so at each other. So what do you, other. what do you like? So you're dating, right? So how do you go about being uh, good looking, sought after man who's focused on his career, but still wants to interact with people? You're going to have uh, women pursue you. How do you go about avoiding confusing them uh, off the bat? So it's just maybe like a, a mutual hang or yeah, maybe mutual. if it's even a hookup or it's just like, but do you go out of your way to avoid any confusion? Well, I mean, there's definitely been the instances where somebody will start texting me after like, you know, maybe we're hanging out for a week and they're like, I really want to bring this to a, a new level. I want to transcend what this current relationship is. And and that's like, this might be a terrible trait of mine, but that's kind of when I, I back off kind of heavily. Why do, you think, why do you think that's terrible? I don't know. I mean, I think it's good. You do need to be selfish in terms of your, yourself and your relationships. You know, you got to make sure uh, it's good for you and your life. And uh I don't know. It might it might just be that I'm not fully into them the way they're into me. Um, I kind of maybe want to keep things surface level sometimes, which maybe that's shallow of me. But you know, I'm just looking out for for you know the the time that I have to divide around amongst the things that I want to do in life. And, and yeah, man, I I don't know what it is. Um, you protect yourself. Yeah, maybe I just protect myself. I, I, don't I know. mean, I think, you do the same thing. Well, I, I just like. don't think you can't. Are you single right now as well? Well, you know, I <laughs> dating. <laughs> this is about you, Jack. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, you, uh, but I, I always like. Listen, you can't. You know, obviously the the, the phrase "fuck boy" is thrown out a lot uh, uh, in a dating situation. For of course, uh, but you, we've talked about this when we had yeah. the call her daddy women on a while back. You just don't got to be honest with your intentions, right? Seems like you are, right? You say like, well, maybe it's a negative trait of mine. I don't know. Like you're allowed to date. Yeah. You're allowed to hang out. And if someone, her in this situation, whoever her is, puts herself out there and saying, hey, I like it. What about moving forward? And you're like, uh, here, here's the thing. Yeah. Like she might be, perceive me as a fuck boy, but I'm, it's like, is I'm, that? Yeah. Well, I don't Well, yeah, perception. Fine. But the, the fuck boy comes in where the guy and that and that kind of crossroad. Right. You're you're going in and you're you're just like you hang out this girl and you're you like some aspects of her. And yeah. She's like, Jack, I really want to spend time with you. And you're like, you know what? I really like you too. In fact, I'm I might be falling for you. However, however, <laughs> I'm busy with my career. And then that's where so you the guys who plant that seed of, but I have these feelings for you, and if yeah. I was ready, you would be the one. Where they string you along. To yeah, the point you would where be the one. If if I were ready to fall in love, you would be the one. I'm far from that. I don't string along. You so, know? Which just makes you better. That's makes what I'm saying. Like that's so. that's a like subtle but so. distinct difference there. Because in that girl, who are, and it could be a guy in that situation, all they hear is, I would be the one. Yeah. I would be the one. So He's not ready yeah. for it right now. But if he was, I would be the one. And Let like, me just wait around until he is uh, ready. So I'll make him it's ready. A nightmare. I don't want to keep someone on a string, though, ever, too. Yeah. You know? like, I'll let you know what, what the deal is. And, because and, there's nothing wrong with focusing on a career. There's nothing wrong with remaining single. And just because you want to focus on your career and remain single doesn't mean you have to be a monk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Just, right? just doing Win Hof breathing methods every morning. Just uh, <laughs> what are... Uh, what are things have you learned about yourself early and when you have been dating? I mean, granted, that was three years ago, but have you know you're still interacting with people. What are some things that you've learned about yourself that are important to you when you do find a relationship? Um, that's a good question. You know, I think being in relationships, you definitely it makes you reflect on on who you are as a human, just outside of the significant other, obviously. But personally, uh, I think it's that like I like to give an over, like an overly amount, so to speak. Um. I feel like I always want the other person to be like in a better place than even me in the relationship. And sometimes I feel like I, uh, I'll, I'll put them on a pedestal and like, you know, focus on their happiness over my own sometimes. And so maybe that's why I've been straying away from relationships as of late, because I really want to focus on my personal happiness. And I just notice I'm such a giver. I just want to, you know, I always want them to have not the upper hand because, you know, a relationship's always mutual, but I just want them to like, you know, uh, whatever, whatever is going to make them happy. I want to make sure I'm doing that. And sometimes I'll sacrifice, I guess, my own happiness sometimes for that sake. And so, yeah, that's something I've learned. Um, 
I'm trying to think. I mean, the last the last relationship I was in, it was quite a long distance one, and I noticed that I'm really not a fan of that. I don't think that it's a tough thing to juggle, you know, especially <laughs> especially in these COVID times. It's like you know, if you're not in the same yep. market or you know the same geographical at least radius as yep. as your significant other, it, things can get weird. People get lonely. Things get weird. I'm young. People do stupid shit when they're young, and yeah, it it definitely. Uh, wasn't for the better that this girl happened to be living, you know, a thousand miles away. And so, of course, she would be visiting L.A. and whatnot, and I would, sure. go, I would be visiting her. But, you know, distance, I, I notice, is definitely not for me either um, in terms of relationships. Yeah, I don't know if it's for anyone. It's almost kind of... I don't know. Yeah. Manage. Truth. I'm, <laughs> hey, if you can handle the distance, like, really props to you. Well, it's if you impressive. Can, I mean, like, it, it, might, it might be how relationship starts, but it's not sustainable. Mm. There has to be an out. Yeah. Absolutely. I think. Have you ever, uh, wor- have you ever had your heart broken? Yeah. Yeah, good. definitely. Good. It's a good answer. Yeah, yeah, it's tough shit. And like, I know that. Like, I think like, was I really in love with this girl? But then I'm like, if I'm feeling like this, I must have been, right? You know. Does it? It's it just feeling some sort of loss from someone. Being yeah. vulnerable, I think, is always good. No. I think sometimes people might look at you and go, "He's the heartbreaker." He's the heartbreaker. Oh, far from it. No, yeah. I'm telling you, like, I, I'm gonna. I'm a very emotional guy, and you know, I. When I fall, I fall hard, and, and you know, it, if things fizzle out for whatever reason it may be, uh, even if it's, like, me who spurs the change and, you know, kind of ends things, I can still be heartbroken because of that, too, you know? It's not necessarily just if, like, you know, uh, the girl leaves me. Like, yeah. sometimes I'll be like, damn, like, should should I have made this decision? You know, I, I second-guess a lot, but I don't know. You know, I'm 24, I'm young. I guess I'm just kind of figuring out as I go, so... Yeah. Hopefully, it's all preparing me for my next relationship. That's fine. I, I, one question I have, and I, I'm always, always curious... A lot of people talk about guy codes. You know, <laughs> guy code. Real bro, stuff. Bro like codes. girl code? I don't know. I don't know what girl code is. I'm not a girl. Yeah, that's, that's for you. I, only, I know <laughs> guy code. It's an unwritten, you know, but guys you, don't know. Before that, we started, you, you mentioned that you have three other roommates. Yep. So you're kind of living that quintessential young L.A., got the boys. <laughs> yeah, the boys. Hanging out, being single. And I, I have a lot of friends. And I have a lot of great friends. And then I have, like, friends that are, like, you know, and then I have like friends I've met in LA, and I even have some buddies where I'm like, you got, you got, you're kind of a terrible guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you said you have friends that you won't hook up with your girlfriends who are saying like, don't you have friends? They're like, for they're me? like fine, they mean well, but I'm like, you are a shitty person. You move shady, yeah. No, it's <laughs> uh, how. What is your stance on this uh, in terms of you got a maybe he's not a roommate, but like. Where, where do you stand there in terms of like you see a friend, the, the guy code, oh, like, oh, he's doing his thing with his girl and you don't want to be a narc. But have you ever called out a buddy for I'm sure you've known some guy in L.A. who's pulled some shit and you have like, what, how do you go about that? Well, it's weird because, you know, in terms of my roommates, like these kids are like Greek God looking motherfuckers like I'm. You know, <laughs> I'm like at the bottom of the barrel, uh, the barrel in the pyramid in terms of you know you're, just you're like first impression. In the house. Yeah, you know I got to use my humor. I got to use my you know the, uh, you know I got to use alternative <laughs> methods to get girls to like me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm living with these kids who like you know they're in the gym six days a week, like literally look like Greek gods, and I'm like you so play music. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah, you I'll, can sing. That wins over. A I'll take them in the studio, day. play a little yeah. like riff on the piano. There and you then, go, done. You know, I, I got to play my my game a little differently. But either way, though, I think uh, it depends. Like if the guy. Um, vocally says he's into this girl you know of course of course there's girls there's definitely girls that me and one of my roommates have both hooked up with in the past and there's no hard feelings about it because you know it's a it's just more of a casual thing and and we don't see a future with this girl it's not like we're actually truly in love with this girl so um I think it's just a matter about being vocal and and there's definitely been instances though where you know, I've had friends, not necessarily my roommates, just move shady, and I've just seen them move in shady ways. And move shady. I love move that. Move shady. Yeah. Like, I literally just typed it. <laughs> move shady. Brushing your teeth. Or Horns. brushing. Very important stuff, They say, as they say. Yes. Um, I like sleek, sexy things. I do. Do you? I do like them sleek like and what, sexy. Like what, Nicholas? Like my toothbrush. Oh, I didn't think you were going to go there. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> long and stylish, and it vibrates, vibrates. At, <laughs> at a pace that you will, will blow your mind. Brush <laughs> is the toothbrush that you need. Cleans your teeth at 31,000 movements a minute. Wow. Manual toothbrushes top out at just 300. Because I guess manual. you can't like do it that fast. I'm also kind of impressed. 300. <laughs> Many electric toothbrushes are barely a step up for manual. 
True that. Some True. do a good job, but cost $200 and up. Bruce delivers premier sonic wave technology without the markups. Big electric toothbrushes tax on. It's got six cleaning modes. Six cleaning modes. I use all three. I, so I, best of all, it just looks good in my bathroom. Yeah. I like that it has a tongue mode. It's tongue mode. It's easy to travel with. It has a nice travel container yeah. whenever we do that again. Yeah. That'll be fun. I travel. Uh, get your Bruce electric toothbrush plus three brush heads, magnetic charging station, and a sleek travel case. Advanced features right out of the box. Six cleaning modes, daily white, gentle gum, max, and tongue are the cleaning modes that they offer. Smart timer with quad pacer, four-week battery life. Four weeks, so you can get lazy <laughs> for four weeks, and it'll still work. So get 15% off your Bruce when you use promo code V-I-A-L-L at Bruce.com. Try it 90 days risk-free and get a two-year warranty. That's B-R-U-U-S-H dot com. Promo code V-I-A-L-L. Ship station. <laughs> hey, listen, we're constantly needing to mail things. Now more than ever, we're trying to run our businesses out of the comfort of our homes. The holiday season the is holiday coming. The holiday season is approaching. Get ahead on all the logistics that you're going to need to have a successful holiday season. ShipStation is kicking ass in this apartment. Natural Habits would not exist if it weren't for ShipStation. We use it every day to track all our inventories and maximize our customer service experience for our customers. We get the help with shipping costs. We ship USPS, FedEx, UPS. Uh, they, they work with all of those things. They have a very user-friendly app. I can't say enough about ShipStation and what it's done for Natural Habits. So if you are running a business, uh, no matter how big or small, ShipStation can meet your needs. They even offer big discounts on shipping costs. Now, any business can access the same postage discounts. They are usually reserved for large Fortune 500 companies. You'll always know that you're getting the best deal. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice for online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. And now, the Vile listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use offer code V-I-A-L-L. 60 Make days. 60 Sick. days. Wow. Make sure your business is ready to meet the demands of a massive online shopping season. Get started at ShipStation.com today. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in V-I-A-L-L. That's ShipStation.com. Then enter offer code V-I-A-L-L. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. Make ship happen. You you seem like you have a good pulse on on things. Yeah. I mean, you're not the guy who's moving shady. You're just, you're you're a free agent. I'm a free agent. It's fine. Yeah. Writing music, writing passion. Let's talk about your, your new song that's out right now. Like you're... Well, just tell us about it. You're obviously, did you mention it's from the heart? It's very personal. Why is this different than some of the other stuff you've done? Yeah. So, so this song, "You Lie," um, it's it's wild because me and my best friend Jack, we uh, we're in a group called Jack and Jack, and we've always we've always made music together. And in a sense, it's sometimes tough to you know um, compromise in terms of lyrics, in terms of songwriting, when like you know we both haven't gone through necessarily the same experiences in terms of our relationships, and and so sometimes we'll write a song all based off of like something that he was going through or something I was going through. But now that we're like diving into our solo endeavors and uh, you know putting out our first solo uh, our first solo tapes, it's been very liberating in terms of what I can talk about and the content I feel like I can talk about. And so this first song, "You Lie," it was very. Um, I heard the hook. My buddy Ryan and uh, my buddy Cam and my homegirl Andrea. They had written this hook uh, about a week prior to me going in the studio, and when I heard the female vocals on the hook, it reminded me a lot of like "Stand" by Eminem. Like it was a very haunting, yeah. it was a very haunting like yeah. you know female melody, and then it goes into these kind of hard storytelling. Yeah. And the verses weren't on there, and I, I saw that as an opportunity for me to really like you know dive into some storytelling in terms of the verses. And and you know I sort of channeled my my uh, most recent uh, relationship and. And, you know, of course, I'm not name dropping in there or anything, but it's funny. There is a line in the second verse where I reverse a guy's name yeah. that, like, you know, she may have, you know, uh, yeah. done something with while I was on on the road. And so it's like this little Easter egg. And there's been fans trying to, like, unreverse it and, like, trying to figure out what the real name is yeah. that I said. Because, like, I was like, when I was on the road in Europe, you had you slide through. Won't put him on blast. But, like, I reversed his name. And then, but it wasn't, like, a true reverse. So you can't just reverse it and hear it. Like, we really distorted it. And so, but, uh, yeah, it, to me, it was just, like, it's the first time where I feel like I can really just talk about what the hell is going on in my life and, and just be as transparent as possible. And at the end of the day, uh, you know, I, I think lyricism is, is, where, is what's going to take me really, really, really far in, in the music game. And that's going to be my bread and butter, uh, so to speak. And so uh, it's been a great opportunity. And then You Lie, I think, is just starting. It's just skimming the surface of what is, is to come. So, well, that's, yeah. That's very cool. And then you, 
do you you think from like a lyricist you're gonna always try to use your own experiences in storytelling or how much do you go from your own experiences or maybe taking stuff from people around you your circles or do you find that it resonates better with your audience when it's coming from something that you've experienced personally yeah so definitely not does not have to be something personal i mean even in the past like like there's a specific song that me and G wrote about, uh, you know, a, a girl being caught up in the club scene in L.A. And, you know, like Sunday Night Church turned into One Oak type shit. And like, you know, just how how, uh, you know, that can be that can feel like almost like your religion just going out every night and like that getting caught up in that world, so to speak. And so we wrote we, we love writing things from other people's perspectives. And, and to me, it's a it's a matter of whatever's inspiring me at any given moment, any given session. You know, it could be the next record we got coming out called Bad News. It's like it's literally about the turmoil of the world right now it's it's fully like a general umbrella record about sure. just how the world is has gone to shit in the last eight to ten months and 2020 has just been a complete mayhem um it's been of a year and so and so you know it's definitely not always personal experience it could really be it could really be any given thing that could inspire me but i think it's good to put yourself in other people's shoes in terms of songwriting that's the only way you're really going to become better as a songwriter and i want to write for other people as well in the future and so you know, oh, yeah I, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely want to you know make sure my perspectives are across the board not just like talking about personal shit every time that that is exciting and it's uh you're blowing up you uh obviously you're very passionate about what you do and and it sounds like very exciting so i i can't wait till you're the biggest uh music star in, in the world and i'll be like he got it you know yeah hey, i appreciate you, you came you, here you come and came here or busting out like relationship advice These, you're, you're you're about to talk to some young women I'm excited. Give advice to. I don't know much. It's been three years since I've been on, on the, in the game. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like you just give this in, insider perspective. They're probably dating guys, you know, and not like you because you're better than that. But, <laughs> well, who knows? But you know, better. we'll see if they're what is it? Roll shady, slim shady, move, move, move shady. shady. We'll see if they're dealing with Let's some see if they're shady movies. Shady. We'll see if they're moving shady. <laughs> All right, Chrissy. I hear you're obsessed. I'm obsessed with relief band. Mm-mm, tell us about it. I went to Big Bear this weekend and the road up to Big Bear is so curvy and so whatever. And I put the relief band on and, usually it, when and on, I went on a boat and I used it for that too. And it was like so good. It helped me. So I can't with even motion sickness. with motion sickness because usually I'm taking pills for motion sickness. But this and it's cool looking too. Were you a skeptic when you first tried it? I was. I was a skeptic because I was like, how's this little disc underneath here going to make my nerves feel better or help me? But it, yet, it's, a, it's amazing from the boat, from the driving. I like I can't. She would text. She's t- she was texting me about it, and I was like, I "Get it! You're f- congratulations. You're not throwing up." She was super excited, and I was I really excited for her. The worst motion sickness. So this is like seriously like the best thing, the best friend of show ever. Like seriously, I can't. I'm so excited about like. Well, I not think, throwing up. <laughs> I think that says enough. So don't fall for the cheap bands you find in drugstores, or see all over your Instagram feeds. Reclaim your life. From the fear of nausea. Right now, Relief Band has an exclusive offer just for Vile File listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code VIALL, you'll receive 20% off. So head to R E L I E F B A N D.com and use promo code VIALL for 20% off. It will change your life because it's changed Chrissy's. And she doesn't <laughs> shut up about it. <laughs> Seriously, we're so good. What's your time with Nick? Let's ask Nick your sexy questions. How's it going? Good, how are you? Good, what's your name? My name's Bridget and I'm 22. How's it going? Good. How can we help? Um, so I am wondering, I have been in a two-year relationship with my boyfriend and he recently got into Illinois State Police Academy and he's going to be gone every week for six months, but he'll be home on the weekends. Okay. And he won't have his phone at all. So, like, for the whole week, like, we won't be able to talk at all. Okay. And usually, like, we're super close and we hang out all the time. And, like, we have similar interests. So, like, we're always hanging out together. So, like, that's going to be a really hard change for us. But um, he... His, like, he wants, like, reassurance, but doesn't really know, like, how he can be reassured, in a sense. What do you mean by he wants reassurance? Like, what he, he's, he's 
verbally expressing I need to be reassured as I leave that you're what? Reassurance about what? So he, his like love language is by touch. So like hold my hand or like if we're laying down, he's like, can you lay like on me or just like things like that. So I'm like, well, my reassurance is like words of affirmation. So like he wrote me like this little notebook of like things that I can go back and look at and like be reassured in that sense. But like I am wondering since like I can't, touch him I won't be with him what are like ways that I can reassure him that like we'll be like fine it's just that we're gonna be away from each other and he's like I don't have any reason not to trust you that because nothing's ever really happened in our relationship but there's something that he's I'm just curious that's what I'm saying I go back to like what is he wanting you to reassure him about like I get like are you like his love language is touch and he like you guys are both smart enough to realize him being gone that mm-hmm. you, you can't do that and that sucks. Yeah. But what yeah. is causing him and what specifically is he asking like other than the inconvenience of this, you know, he's making this choice and it's yeah. temporary, but like what does he need to be reassured? Like you said like I I trust you, but like there's a but there. Like, like has what, something yeah. happened like in the past is is my question like Well, he's the past three relationships that he's been in, he's been cheated on. Okay. So I think okay, he's just worried that I'm going to like I'm like I'm not going to like ghost you when you like I'm I'm not going to see you so then I'm just going to ghost you and leave you. Like that's not going to happen and I don't like I don't know what cuz my mine like I said is worth words of affirmation and like that just doesn't work for him so like i just don't like from another guy's perspective what's something that i could do or like different ways that i could reassure him that like we're gonna be fine and nothing's like gonna happen well to a certain extent i don't know if it's your job to reassure him in this situation Mm -hmm. right only because like as as you explain it like you're you're limited it's yeah. great that he's pursuing this career. Congratulations to him for for doing this. And and you know, you're tw- how old is he? 23. Yeah, so you guys are both young and you're at a time in your life where you're making moves, right? You're yeah. taking some risks and you're you have some things are going to be inconvenience because you want you're you're seeing the big picture, right? You know, the problem yeah. sometimes with uh, relationships early in life is that you fall in love. You're just like, I want to spend all my time with you. And sometimes we have a way of limiting our own dreams because we're afraid of expanding our comfort zones to like follow our dreams. Like in a lot of situations, yeah. like for him, your boyfriend might be like, oh, I want to be a cop, but like, I don't want to leave you and I love you. So like, I won't go. And we convince ourselves that we really don't want to do this thing because we're scared to try and like, good for him. He's doing this right but he has to he's going to yeah. have to reassure himself to a certain degree like yeah like you said yeah that's words true. of affirmation are not his jam but you like you could be touching him and cheating on him at the same time you know what i'm saying like you could be like yeah hugs and you know like here let me touch your body and like when you're not like you know to a certain degree he has to learn to trust he has to choose to trust you it sucks that he's been cheated on before and all you can say is I'm either going to cheat on you or I'm not. And you're going to have to trust yeah. me. And at the end of the day, you're just going to have to do it. And if the worst thing that happens is I'm the fourth person who cheats on you, then, well, that sucks. But you know what I'm saying? I, there's not much you can do. To a certain degree, yeah. he's going to have to say, okay, well, I'm going to go do this. Otherwise, it's just going to be exhausting for both of you, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know if there's a magic yeah. thing you can do. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I think you definitely got to take advantage of those weekends that you are with each other too, you know? Like yeah. try and, try mm-hmm. and end those weekends on a high note every time and, you know, just make sure by the time the next weekend rolls around, uh, you know, the trust is just still there, which, you know, it should be. Based off, it sounds like you guys have had a healthy relationship for the last two years and nothing's gone yeah. weird. So, you know, as long as you're just spending those times together when he is home, um, yeah, I don't think you guys will have anything to worry about. But, of course, he's conditioned, uh, you know, his last three relationships went weird. So I get where his concern may come from. But if he trusts you, it's about the individual. It's not about the past. So, you know, he's got to, yeah. And, and Jack, you haven't, he hasn't gone yet, right? No. You're worrying in preparation? You know, like you're getting, trying yes. to get ahead of it? <laughs> Pre-worries. <laughs> I mean, listen, that shows that you care. That's a good thing. Um, but kind of to Jack's point, okay, fine. Can't talk during the week. 
no problem for him because apparently he doesn't need to hear you speak. He only wants to, <laughs> you know, be touched by you. So like, he's fine, right? So when you do, so are yeah. you going to be, is he flying? Like how far of it? Like, I don't, you don't have to say where you live, but how much, how long of a commute of it is it or on the weekends? Are you going to be seeing each other on the weekends or is it just being able to talk? So it's, it's three hours away from where we live. Okay. So Doable. Um, he'll either come home or like I'll go visit him. So, so. on the weekends, Every Friday or Saturday morning, whatever it is, you're going to be fucking jacked and you're just going to be, no pun intended, super excited <laughs> and just really anxious to see him. And you're going to touch him all over and like that's going to have to do it for him. You know, you're in excitement yeah. and, and enthusiasm and you're going to be present. And, you know, that's the thing. Like the thing that would like throw him off is you don't talk for all week. You don't hang out. And then all of a sudden, like you see each other on yeah. like Friday and you're just kind of like awkward and distant and like your mind somewhere else yeah. then he's gonna get insecure and weird about it but if you're like just excited and and thrilled to be there i feel like that's gonna be enough could be a good thing honestly yeah the more yeah. i think about it it's like you know if you're you know when you don't see your significant other for quite some time and then you reconnect with them and it's like you get those butterflies again you know you're gonna you're gonna get that once a week you know if things are going the way they're supposed to go and so you know it could be an opportunity for you guys to to be even closer and i think if he goes through the six months yeah. and you guys end up on a good note um you know the trust will be stronger than it's ever been for sure but big picture wise yeah. and i know you probably didn't even call in to get this but i'm <laughs> going to tell you is that it's really okay. important uh for you it's it's not your fault or your problem that his ex has cheated on him. It's not, right? I know, and that's what he said. He was like, it's not fair for me to feel this way about you because, like, you've never done anything for me not to trust you. I'm just telling you how I feel. And that's so. good to a certain extent that he can express himself, right? And it's good that you are mindful that he had yeah. this and you love him enough to make him feel comfortable. But it's still like not your problem in the sense you can't make up for it, right? You can't do anything to take yeah. away the past and you can't overcompensate and nor should you want to overcompensate for the things that happened to him. All you can do is be a trusting, loyal girlfriend and be mindful of the things that he needs, but you just don't want to overcompensate. So that I'm saying do all the things that we just talked about. And that should be enough. I graduated with a psych major, so I'm like, what can I do to help you? Yeah, try not to do too much. But yeah, that's like, to that point, that's very real. If you, if you do too much to seem like you are being loyal, it kind of would raise, like for me, it would raise a red flag. I'd be like, why is she like claiming that she's just been inside every single day while I've been gone? Like, you know, like, I think, you know, you just got to live your life. And, in, in, um, you know, as, as Nick said, you can't let his past relationships haunt your guys' relationship. You're a new person, you're a new individual, and yeah, I think I think yeah, you guys got this. I was like, I just, I feel good, and like, this is something you're doing. Like, I'm reassured through words of affirmation, so like, I want to find a way that works for you, because I also want you to feel that comfort that I feel, and not have you feel uncomfortable, in a sense. You know, but he might have to go, go through a period of discomfort, right? This could, like, to Jack's point, this could be the thing that gets him over his trust issues, because you guys yeah. go through this. Yeah. You stay together. Relationships, you know, there must be some difficult periods. There's no sign that you're unfaithful. In fact, he feels closer to you than ever. And now he's just like, my girlfriend was off. I was off the grid. She was doing her thing. And I didn't worry about it at all. And then those, those past relationships become less and less a part of his kind of bank of memories when it comes to relationships. And I think, yeah, if, when this is all said and done, you hopefully this he's... He'll, he'll be like, yeah, wow, I really had nothing to worry about, you know, and you're not my, yeah. you know, so that's going to be a positive thing. So, all right. Yeah. Good luck. I think you're going to be fine. Yeah, thank a lot you. Of, a lot of touching on the weekends. <laughs> yeah, you got this. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It's going to be great. See you later, Bridget. Okay. Bye. Thank you. How's it going? Hi, I'm Taylor. I'm 23. Hi, Taylor. How can, you, um, how can we help? So just to give you a little bit of a background, um, I recently had a breast reduction surgery. Today's my two weeks post-op. Congrats. And so I'm, thank you. <laughs> so I'm just looking uh, just for some guys perspective on how to navigate dating, uh, specifically uh, with apps. Um, some of my main concerns are that 
well, all my pictures are recent. They're not technically what I look like anymore. So I'm concerned I might be false advertising to guys, you know, if I do end up meeting them. Well, how, and how, then, how, what, how different are we? <laughs> it's pretty significant. Cup size, two um, cup size. Um, I would say probably four or five cups. Um, so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know how to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you now, and it's like, it's not like. I just, they're still fairly big now. But, so you have nothing um, to worry about, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I mean, not even, regardless of size, yeah, I'm just exactly. saying, like, what? Okay. But you're, they're, they're, do you think, do you think that's, do you think that's more in your head? Maybe, maybe. I think, you know, because they were the first things that, you know, especially guys notice about me, you know, on my dating profile would definitely um, accentuate them. So a lot of my pictures, you know, they were maybe like the main feature of the picture. So so you can update pictures on, right. on dating apps. Right. So if you met someone and it, I mean, you thought that they, you know, had really large breasts and then you met them, they didn't, you wouldn't think that's weird or maybe that i was catfishing them why don't you just update all your photos do you, are, all the photos well do you have i mean are, do you have like such good photos that you're just like oh, this looks so good here <laughs> no but you know some of them i'm on a hike maybe i like to show that i like hiking or you know stuff like that don't you want to go hiking again <laughs> but she's two weeks <laughs> i guess surgery. i have to do i'm two weeks post-op so it's gonna be a while before i can you know go out and do things but um I just didn't know from like a male's perspective. From a male's perspective, and I don't want to speak for Jack. You can chime in here. I don't really care if you hike or not. So like, <laughs> that's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm you know. more more of a beach guy, anyways. So, you know. uh, okay, beach pictures. I mean, I'm just wondering if they're. I wonder if it's more in your head. If it's like, if, it might be. It might be more in well, my head. Yeah. You also mentioned that like you have this like um, this fear too that because of the surgery now you're gonna have like some scars and stuff like that and then like you feel like you're gonna have to like talk about that and when you're getting intimate that would make you nervous yeah yeah that's another what, yeah. are, what are some do you have other insecurities regarding the yes yeah, so my other insecurities are like I, it's going to take a long time you know months up to like a full year to fully heal mm -hmm. so being intimate will be really different um so i'm kind of concerned with like how do i bring it up to guys when would be an appropriate time to bring it up to someone i feel like a first date is kind of too soon but at the same time you know already in the bedroom seems too late to have that conversation uh, I think my personal opinion on this it's about your needs and not about theirs right they're guys they'll be fine you could literally bring it yes, up whenever and I don't think anyone's gonna bat an eye and I think no, no I think care. getting it out of the way early it's like you know like it'll it'll be a good gauge of like if this guy you know actually actually cares or not I mean like about you as a person versus you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. so I, yeah uh, and that's yeah I've I've hooked up and had sex with uh, women who've at the t had breast reduction sur surgery. Uh, and I, the scars you speak of, I saw. And at the time, I didn't know what I was seeing. Like, I didn't know that was from a breast reduction surgery. I'm sure you would have liked yeah. to have. Yeah. I gotta, no, I got to say in the moment, could have cared less. Could have cared less. Okay, interesting. <laughs> great. Great looking okay, boobs. Yeah. These are wonderful. Um, apparently, you've had some yeah. sort of procedure. Great job, doctor. Yeah. Like, I, honestly, you know, I was fine. And it was uh, fine. I can't speak for every guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, certainly there's an occasional asshole out there who might make you feel. <laughs> there are. Um, judged yeah. or, or ask an awkward question. And also, sometimes guys are just fucking awkward, right? They yeah. just might say something because they don't know what to say and are awkward about it. And it's, you know, certainly something you may come to deal with. And, w and the reason I say that is because there are so many different guys out there and people handled these situations differently. So all you can really do is just do what you are most comfortable with. God, yeah. like, God, you don't need to, you're, do not worry about them and making sure they're okay and what's appropriate. If you happen to go out with a guy and have a great first date and you have a one night stand, if you want to say something, fine. But honestly, I wouldn't feel like you right. have to. I wouldn't care personally from my perspective too. Like if, you know, what do you have a face, Chrissy? Well, just because like, and this might be an overshare, like that sounds great in theory, but from a girl. So 
I'm a, I have, I've had breast cancer. For me, I have like the kind of the same insecurities, but I always feel like the same way. Like it's always like you have to like figure out how to explain yourself and it's always the most awkward conversation. I'm not saying mm -hmm. don't share or share, but if you felt, if it makes you feel more comfortable by putting it out there, then do that, right? I just think there's a big difference between what is your motivation for sharing. If you want to make sure they're okay, I don't think you should do that. If you're, if it makes you feel mm -hmm. comfortable, then, you know, I just think there's such a subtle difference in why you're doing it. If you, if don't worry about them being comfortable, they're getting laid. They'll yeah. be comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> you know so what I'm I saying? Make right sure my, you're comfortable. Yeah. Um, I think my main concern about bringing it up is like, because I'm so early on in the healing process, like you do have to be really mindful that I'm still healing and um, like my scars are still and my incisions are still quite delicate. So it's mostly um, for them to know, like you have to be a little do gentle with me. Do you have um, any guy like waiting to hop in the sack or, or why <laughs> are you, what are you just, are you all horned up or are, can't you just wait a little bit? I mean, it could take months. So okay. I don't know if you like, that seems kind of long I for get me. It. Quarantine's but lonely, you know. It's, yeah, it's you know. Time. So it could, t like I said, like it's gonna take up to a whole year to be fully one hundred percent healed. Okay. Um. So I don't think waiting that whole year is it's in the picture, but I could wait longer, totally <clears throat> for sure. So, again, this all comes down to how you feel, right? Yeah. So I, I just want to stress. I just don't think you should put a lot of energy. Cause I, and I say this because you, I hear this a lot. Oh, well, I just want to make sure he's okay and I don't want to make him uncomfortable. It's like, he'll be fine. So whatever you do to make comfortable. So in this stage of healing, right? Yeah. Fine. Maybe you go a little at a slightly slower pace than you otherwise would, right? So yeah. you don't bring it up on the first date. And if you aren't comfortable talking about it on the first date, maybe you wait to a second or third date to hook up or be intimate or whatever. Right. right? You just go mm -hmm. a little slower, right? And so... You do that because you feel more comfortable bringing it up. You don't like you don't want to have this conversation with every guy that you might go out with. And so you just you wait a little bit longer. Yeah. Right. Just totally just go yeah. a little slower pace, you know. Yeah. And if you run into a situation where a guy handles it poorly, that's his problem. You know, just yeah. just know that it's going to happen. Just know that you're just yeah. going to deal with some guy who says or something does something the wrong way. It makes you feel not good about yourself. And mm -hmm. screw that dude. Yeah, just know that like that's not on you. That's just like some guys are just usually comes out of awkwardness. Yeah, weirdness. Totally. I'm trying to think from the flip perspective though. Like if I like had some one scars ball. going across my shaft or something how would i how yeah. would i approach a girl about it you like know what one I'm ball if you yeah like if i had like one, one yeah ball. if i had some like you know something going on down there like how how would i go about it and i'm trying to think you know i definitely get like you know where your concern comes from because yeah and my i think my final concern is um i think almost every single guy i've talked to is like oh my gosh why would you do this like you slapped God in the face, like they were so nice before and like now they're so much smaller. So how do I answer? I get they're just joking and they don't really mean that. But how do I answer that question? You don't. Yeah. It's a personal decision. You did this for you. Yeah, mm -hmm. You don't. That's the thing. It's either at best they're quote unquote joking insensitively and at worst they're just ignorant dicks. And listen, come on, I'm not. I'm sure I've said something stupid to a girl, you know, <laughs> yeah. so I'm not sitting here like on my high horse, but okay. you don't need, you just, you, if you want to, what do you say? You just like, well, you just ignore, I, I honestly would just ignore them. Don't feel like yeah. you have to. And that's the thing. It's just like, do what makes you feel comfortable. Don't feel like you need to justify your decision to, mm -hmm. to these guys. Uh, and again, it sounds, looks like you you're still doing just fine <laughs> in that department. Like, thanks. <laughs> and as Jack pointed out, it's all some guys. Everyone's different. Guys like some guys yeah. like bigger boobs. Some guys like smaller boobs. Some guys like medium. Some guys don't care about boobs. You know, if you're if you're just talking about physical attraction from guys, it's, it all varies. Mm -hmm. um, so don't waste a lot of energy, emotional energy, trying to make sure that you've, you know. Are making every guy comfortable and satisfied because you know what right. I'm saying. 
Yeah, um, chances are they don't really care or mind, at least. 100%. I can assure you that uh, the guy you meet <laughs> who falls for you is not going to unfall for you because of any scars yeah. or you're not as large breasts. Yeah, uh, of course. He'll probably just be super thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, maybe as girls, we think it matters more than it does. Guys, I guess, don't normally care about things like stretch marks and scars and whatnot as much as we think they do. Definitely not. I, would, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just speaking from a personal perspective, but, you know, like, this seems yeah. like something so menial that, like, you know, any guy who's actually, you know, a, a good dude, like, just wouldn't really give a shit. Uh, he won't care. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't think so. All right. Well, best of luck, Taylor. Okay. Thank you so All much, right. Nick. Yeah, Thanks, bye-bye. Jack. Have a good one. Chrissy. How's it going? It's going. What's your name? Uh, Mary. Hi, Mary. How's Mary, Mary? 27. How can we help, Mary? All right. So um, I have this boyfriend that I've been seeing for about four years, and he's great, you know, except for when we fight. And it could be the smallest thing. It could be the biggest thing. He has this issue with, like, yelling at me, and okay. he'll get, like, really mean. Mm-hmm. And I don't talk to him like this. I don't talk to really anybody like this. So like, and it's something that like, I always will, you know, like bring up or like, we'll argue about it because the thing is, is like, I'm not going to let anybody talk to me like that. So he gets, it's almost like he's the type to like, want to like, you know, say whatever he wants and shit. And then as soon as it comes to me, it's like the second I respond negatively or express any type of emotion it's almost like it's an immediate fight like he just hates when I have emotions and then it's like especially if it's like it could be like I said I mean girlfriends whine about dumb shit the most recent incident which is when I wrote into you guys is when um I had like I worked all week and he was out on the boat with his dad and like dude I get it like fishing like I I get it but like it's been something that like I've brought to his attention like I wanted to go on the boat like all summer it didn't happen cool that's fine and literally that's all it was it was just like me whining about like how I you know just like whatever and uh he just immediately was just like you're selfish and I can't believe you would say something and he kind of just like hung up in my face and like I just didn't understand why his energy was so up there when like I was literally you know, not it wasn't it wasn't that serious to so, me, but apparently to him. To summarize, uh, your wonderful boyfriend, according to you, yeah. um, this is literally his only thing. He's great, other than he has like this short ass fuse, and I just don't get it. But how often and, like, does this happen? Be, uh, enough to where like it could be anything, dude. Like I'm talking about the smallest thing. Anything will make him snap. Like he just. He'd just be snapping on me, and I just don't understand if he just, like, might maybe bipolar. Um, and then, like, this is the weird thing. Is he, he wants to act like everything's fine, and, like, I don't – you know, I'm human. You know, I, not – I mean, I'm going to get upset, especially with when people take it, like, you know, are a little bit out of pocket sometimes. I just don't so understand that. do you feel yeah. – so is it safe to say that at this point in the relationship – um, you feel very uncomfortable or are walking on eggshells expressing yourself about anything when it regards to him? Yes. Yeah, so it kind of seems like, uh, I, I mean, yes and no. So like, it seems like anytime I have, and like I said, it could be anything. If I express, if he feels at all, he's very defensive. And that that's another thing. It's like, I just don't get it. Cause it's like, I don't understand why you would be that defensive towards your girlfriend. It's almost as if like he throws out the fact that he like we're dating and like, it's honestly kind of like how you, I don't know, you would treat a homie or like somebody that you're pissed off about outside of like the scope of dating them. It's like, I don't know. Sometimes he just loses that lens and it's like, dude, you can't talk. Like, and the thing is, he's so nice. Like if you ask anybody, it's like, he's so, he's this great kind guy to literally everyone. But when it comes to me, that kind of just, and like I said, he could be really moody. I don't fucking get it. It's just, but I, I, at this point, I don't really know what to do, how to communicate to him, how hurtful this is when he gets like this. And, and but like I, said, I'm assuming you have that. communicated it with him. Yeah. But dude, it, it, it's like, I don't, and let me tell you how that goes. It's like, I'll, I'll literally yeah, say exactly what goes. I'm telling you guys. Yeah. Like, you know, it's upsetting. It's this. And he's, he's always just kind of like fucking figure it out or, and the thing is, he doesn't really have anything to really say. To so me. It's he, like, he makes it feel he, like it's a you problem. 
yeah and he's not the type to say sorry he'll like say i'm sensitive and like call me a baby and like all this fucking shit but it's like dude nobody's gonna be okay with somebody speaking to them like that especially their boyfriend so why i mean so you opened up with saying you know and people do this a lot right you're not the only one but you're like oh yeah. he's great but he's not great your boyfriend's not great just heads up like he's fine maybe <laughs> i don't know he might have yeah. some great qualities but when you describe yeah. your boyfriend right and you're like oh well, how's your boyfriend and you're like he's great he's not great like this if you're going to describe someone with a single word he does not deserve the the great title <laughs> title you know yeah okay sometimes great would be <laughs> you know and and borderline bad right i mean right right communication is arguably the number one most important quality in a relationship right communication styles and how right. you guys for sure. This is how he communicates with you. It's irrelevant how he communicates with everyone else, right? How is it how does he communicate with you? I don't how can anyone be in a relationship where they feel borderline scared to express themselves? Uh who who when you do ga express yourself, he gaslights you and makes you feel like it's a you problem that you have to figure out and he takes no responsibility for any of this. I mean, does it matter like if someone was a serial killer and murdered people, would it matter how nice they were to everyone else? <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good one. Right. You know? Yeah. For so sure. you just hey. got to, I, I get you care about the guy and I get that, you know, there's things that you like about him, but you're completely discounting yourself. You know, you're completely yeah. discounting how he makes you feel. He, you know, when people like to describe their boyfriends or girlfriends, it's like, oh, they're great or whatever. But how does he make you feel? That should be like the number one question we ask ourselves when we want to describe our partners to people. So instead so of saying like broadly, like, oh, they're, they're great. Like yeah. as a generalization, you ask yourself, how does this person make you feel? And that's how you should describe them to people. So, so I mean, he is sweet he's sweet he's attentive he's like i mean like we're like best friends you know and I, and that's the thing another thing too is like is he just too comfortable with just like you know just like <clears throat> just kind of being a dick to me i just like is this a part of like I, and that's the thing it's like i don't know because one i've never like dated somebody this long and then like two he's never actually been in a relationship before me and yeah, but it's those like, are all excuses you're making for him and that's well, I, maybe it does, you know, and maybe they are excuses, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just don't fucking know. I don't know at this point. Well, listen, all you can do is express how you feel, which you have. And his way of going about it is to tell you that's your problem. I'm so, curious. I, I need to pry here and play devil's advocate and just ask some questions though. How, how like one-sided are okay. these, are these shouting matches? Cause I've been really close to like relationships where, um, not everything like you see is exactly the way it is. And, and, and so is it, is it like, yeah. is he always the aggressor? Are you shouting back? Is this like, is it like a very toxic mutual thing or is, is it him starting this shit every single time? Is it frequent? Like, I'm just curious, uh, I guess more about the so, scope of the situation. So he's, he's just like on tip. Like it could be, like I said, I, I like literally whined about not being able to go on the boat the other day with him and his dad. And he was just like, like it was almost like how dare you even have the thought of like coming with me like that's me and my dad that's my dad it's like oh my god like, so he's I easily just, triggered it, it sounds that. like very easily yeah. triggered very very easily triggered and then it, uh i think the most recent time before this was like i asked him for something before i went out with a friend and uh he was just kind of like being stingy and i'm like okay well like you know it's not a big deal but like i said he he brought that aggression that like energy where like it really it, it doesn't have to be a thing but like it it seems like it always is with him like he's just I don't and then how, a, a part of me is like does he does he hate being a boyfriend like it seems like every time he has to like 
He's 26. <laughs> I'm so confused how you can talk and then this conversation that we're having and then like at the same time you're like, but he's the sweetest. Like I'm so confused. But no, I, 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 I do get it. I do get it though. Yeah. I've I've seen this firsthand with like some of my best friends and like you know they they're very toxic at times with their significant others and and, and there'll just be constant shouting battles and matches and then you know they can be you know all like mushy mushy you know like talking in baby voice and the next day and it's like. It's like, it's. You just described us. That's what I'm saying, though. I've seen it firsthand, and and I mean, every single time I've I've been around an instance like that, it's never it's never ended well, unless you can find a way to get through it and get past it. But if it's a recurring thing, it's like you know, um, either you it guys got to figure it out. If it, if it's that recurring, like you really got to put your best foot forward and and tell him how you feel, and it's like either you fix this shit or like you got to you got to leave this dude. Like you can't be just putting yourself through this well, turmoil. Let me yeah. ask you this. If I, if I were like a genie and I was like, listen, it's married, this will never get better. Like this specific issue that you have with him will never improve. Are you, are you okay with that? Well, I feel like respect is, is literally a fucking non-negotiable. It's, it's human decency. It's yeah. like, you don't fucking talk. You just don't talk to people like that. So when he's going, and like I said, it's not name calling, but it's like the way he speaks to me is just, it's just, yeah, I think we rude, all, dude. I think I've, I've had, I've dated people like, like that. And it sounds like Jack, we can kind of consent, you get an idea of the type of things and the gaslighting and this yeah. going at, at you and the fen- defensiveness, like the highly like, I emotional wanna, person. I, I, but that's not yeah, an excuse, for sure. you know, like someone like, well, he's no, just emotional. Not. Like, OK, well, stop being emotional. You People can control their emotions. And if they can't, then then that's when they like lose people they say they love. Just, but I think you need yeah. to go about this for yourself is you need to stop prefacing his behavior with he's great. But right. I'm not saying yeah. everything about him is terrible. Right. No, I know. But stop dismissing it by prefacing it with like compliments and like feel good adjectives to describe his behavior. And I think you need to start going about your relationship considering the possibility this will never change. And based on what you're telling me, I would I would guess it's not going to change because when you do express it to him, he doesn't take any accountability. He doesn't even pretend to apologize what he does is it makes it feel like it's your fault for even having an issue or bringing whatever it is up you want to bring up. You're not how can, it's 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 an emotional prison to live in a to any every relationship has conflict and confusion and misunderstanding and 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 and, and you have different expectations. Like to you know, there's nothing wrong with him valuing his time with his father, right? There's nothing wrong right. with not being on the same page with you in terms of like how he spends his time with his dad versus like how you want to, there's nothing wrong with that. He has the right to, right. There is something totally wrong with how he responds to you expressing yourself and assuming like you're doing it in a respect, respectful, polite way. And you're not like, you know, and I don't want to be accusing you of anything, but kind of to Jack's question, are, is there anything you could be doing that triggers him? Like, are you name calling him? Are you, no, are you doing that's it? That's like a huge no. Yeah. The thing so, is, is like I no no. And so I you're just like a normal like, like girlfriend, just like hey I boyfriend. I can tell when he gets aggressive yeah. though. I can, I can tell like you, you probably like pipe back up on him. I'm assuming, right? No. After the fact. The thing is, no. I, I wish. Um, or is it just fully no, him no, going no, on a tirade on you? He literally, that day. This was Friday. He literally hung up in my face, and then like we were texting. But like he was also busy, so it's like I'm literally sitting there by my phone, like fired mm. up, obviously, because I'm like, why the fuck did he hang up? Yeah, on but you can just, think it was- you know, I got to give some tough love, tough love here. I'm worried for you because it's not like, and I get it, it's hard. It's trust. This is an emotionally toxic relationship. Yeah, this sh- I mean, I've seen this shit. And it doesn't not get okay, better. and now you're in this basically kind of, you're stuck. You know, for whatever yeah. reason, you know, loving all these things about I- him. <laughs> Calling him your best friend. I mean, that's not a best friend. You know? It, it, it's, I wish I could tell you there was something else, but this is it. And like I said, it is something that, like, I I don't know if I can accept. And that's why this is so hard for me because I'm just like, I know that this is not how – this is just not – this is just unacceptable for me. You yeah. know? And that's why it keeps coming back up because I'm going to check him every single time. And when I say that, it's not like we're, – we're not screaming. I'm just literally trying to, like, explain to him. And then he's just like – 
you're a fucking baby. Get the fuck over it. And it's just like, oh my God. So, but I feel like I mean, he's also just. I mean, you're talking to us, like Chrissy said, and and I know it's easy for us on this our end because for us, we're saying here, like, well, that's a non-negotiable. Like, end it now. You know, I well, understand. The there's thing. other things you love them, you care about them, you'd miss them, you'd be sad. There's. Are you guys on sure. and off? I'm curious. Are you guys like, have you like no. split up because of these things Dude, before no. and get and back together no. constantly? It's not like that type yeah, of situation. He doesn't believe it's not that like you're going to end it. You know, it's like this thing. You just, I honestly, I think you just need to try to remove yourself. It's not, I don't see this getting better anytime it soon. It won't, definitely won't. Or ever. Um, and I've had that thought even just like to like take a break and just to see. But I also feel like, I don't know. I don't think. I, do, I don't really think a break's going to work because here's what's going to happen, right? You're going to break He's up. He's super fine. Yeah, go ahead. You're, 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 it's a good chance you break up with him. He freaks out. Okay. He starts apologizing for the first time ever. He promises <laughs> he's going to change. And very convincingly, is Reels this like, you. you know, and then like two months after you get back together, this will, like he's only going to change for himself. He need, You need to be gone out of his life. You break up. You can't treat me like this. He's like, he apologized. You're like, nope, still gone. Bye. And like, then he has to really see it, really want to be different for someone he's never met yet. And honestly, change on his own, which will be like a couple of years in the making. So that that's that sounds like it fucking sucks. It's still it does. A, it's still and a that, dangerous that's game. A, yeah, too, it though. sucks. It's... It sucks because you do care about him. I understand. And that means that when you decide but, to break up with him, you're going to lose him, and that's going to make you sad. And I'm sorry for that. And that's an emotional process you're going to have to go through. But yeah, like the alternative is being in a relationship that you invest so much time and emotional energy to. And referring to someone as a best friend who makes you feel shitty about yourself and questions your literal sanity because you're just like, wait, what? I asked a question. What did I do wrong? And you start like questioning yourself and like you're and and, like you can really damage yourself emotionally. And like that's not like that. So, yeah, right now in this moment, you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Like, yeah, right. Because, you know, you shouldn't be treated this way. But you know, like you, like you, you value him, and you you would miss him, and I'm sorry for that. But it's a lesser of two evils. You're stuck because you're you still you're you're still resistant to knowing. It's like you know you what you should do, but you're gonna have a hard time doing it. And I'm just trying to fill you with ammunition. It's true. You're blinded so. by the great days. You're blinded by the the good moments, you know. But you gotta. I, I you can't let those moments yeah, blind you. Dude. I don't think I've ever like broken up with somebody in the most healthiest way either. Like I usually just end up like never saying anything again. And my way of like, okay, you hurt me. You can deal with me like a death now. And I, I, mean, just I don't think you have to go. give him some long drawn out explanation. Just be like, Hey, listen, I don't like the way you've made me feel. I'm going to end things. Best of luck. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. don't ghost them. Just give him a reason and you don't have to explain yourself. He doesn't deserve much, you know, just let yeah, him know. For hey, sure. I told you I was going to do this. Bye. It's obviously easier said than done. Also, because this is such a toxic environment, you could argue that like maybe you need to take extreme measures. You know, if this is a guy who talks to you in a certain way when he doesn't like what you have to hear, then well, I'm not like a big believer in ghosting, but I think right now you need to worry and protect yourself and protect your well-being. And like he, he's done things that allow you to not have to give him any benefit of the doubt. It's like you just need to get out. You know? Yeah, you're right, for sure. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. It sucks. You. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna be sorry. sad, and I get it. But you'll feel better about yourself knowing that you knew you know your own self worth. You knew you know, despite this hot guy, or whatever. Like you weren't, you were better than that, and you were gonna put up with it, and you can <laughs> learn from it in the future. And you're still young, and you're still killing it, and it'll be a good story to tell. And you can look out for all your friends who experience the same things, but. Yeah, I feel like I'm not the only one. But also, like, really quick, his mom, me and his mom bond over this because she, she, his dad's very fucking similar, I guess. Well, there you go. It's genetic. Fine, but, like, <laughs> the don't don't get sucked in the relationship because, well, I was a bond with my mom or his mom about this. Like, that's unfortunately uh, uh, just a hook that you have to unhook. It's I know, his mom, right. not yours. You're right. So say goodbye to her. And yeah. that's just all, all you right. said is another reason to break up with them. So <laughs> not going to get better. Like I said, clearly this is like You're a right. habitual thing he's learned from it is. his father. Maybe. 
And he probably yeah, doesn't see sure. it's a problem because he probably grew up around it. He probably became conditioned, you know. But he knows it's a problem because he can do he can not he can he can control it around other people. Dangerous guy. Yeah. Dangerous yeah, guy. It, it, for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, best of luck, Mary. Uh, hey, I thanks. wish you all the best, and I really hope that you. Uh, uh, protect yourself and, and put yourself in a more healthy situation. And, uh, I appreciate the input. Count Thank on you your friends so and ask for their support and uh, get out as soon as you can. For sure. All right. All right. All right. Thank care. you. Nice right. talking to you, man. Yeah. You too. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Jack, this has been a ton of fun. So much fun, man. Um, she seemed like she was about to cry at the end. Oh, I felt terrible. Yeah. She'll be all right. She'll be I good. hope she... Yeah, listen, it's... it's it's one of those like that, that was a sad story because oh, she's stuck, and I feel for her and emotionally stuck for sure. Um, he's he's done a number on her, but uh, dating is dating is tough, man. And I appreciate you uh, coming on, sharing some insights. Of course, brother. Uh, the world needs more. Obviously, we know good guys out there. Yeah, he's a natural. This one. Uh, remind people all the great things you're doing, where they can find your single, where, I mean, I'm, everyone knows you know, on social, but for the people who don't, all right, know, all right, I'll do my little know. plug. Uh, so my first single, you lie is out right now. Uh, ton of, ton of music around the corner. Um, actually, I think I was telling you earlier, me and my buddies are starting a podcast. We got to get you on there for sure to get some, some love guru advice. Cause ha- happy to come you on. made this easy for me. You, you made this so easy for me, but yeah, just a lot of stuff around the corner. Thanks everybody for watching, uh, and for tuning in and yeah. Appreciate you, Nick. Jack, I really appreciate it. It's been a ton of fun. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. As always, don't forget to send in your questions at asknick at castmedia.com. Cast with a K. Uh, thanks for listening. We will see you back on Wednesday. We'll see who it is. For a special guest. Surprise. Surprise. Other than that, um, have a great day. <laughs> <laughs>